for all your sporting news, reviews and previews, this is the Sports Desk. Welcome everyone, Sam and Hennett's in the studio, Liam Cole's in the studio, get well soon Jerry and my name is Jason Evans, welcome to the show. I was just going to say, I was waiting, this was a new intro that we're launching and I've realised I've exported it without the actual intro cue I was waiting for. But that's alright, welcome to the Sports Desk on your Monday evening. Uh, it's just, it's funny, it's just something you think or you wait to hear after doing this show for so long and then not hearing it. And ironically, it's my own voice too. So. It certainly is. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the new clip. That is the new intro going forward on the show. Big news uh, breaking down in the world of uh, in the world of sport. Plus, we'll be giving you a bit of an update on the uh, uh, the Sin Save Our Sin Station campaign over at givenow.com.au forward slash save sin. We'll be reading out any donors that do donate to the course throughout the show as we did on Friday. Yes. Sam, but big weekend for... I guess not really for you and me, Liam. Instead, Sam Manhattan, oh. a brave, brave athlete. He's the <laughs> he's the new pro athlete here at the sports desk. Oh, well. He wears his proud, proudly earned. 10K he's happy about it. As Melbourne well. Marathon. Really happy medal. about it. I never thought my name and athlete would be in the same sentence. To be honest. Well, I think we need to thank Jerry for his guidance ship throughout the course yeah, of this because no, he was giving you some very invaluable advice off air. And here we yes. are. Here's your medal. Yes, I'd, I completed in my first ever running event at the Melbourne Marathon, which was uh, an epic event to be a part of. Um, I don't know why I haven't been a part of it sooner. It's been a massive thing for years in Melbourne, and uh, I don't know, I've just maybe been making, waking up and sleeping in through the, the marathon and not being a part of it. But, uh, wow, what a thrilling experience, just, just personally off the bat. Um, congratulations to all the runners and everyone a part of it. Um, and setting it up. The winners, I'll, I'll get to them and read a few of them in a second, but just, uh, I, I don't know, running this year just started off as a way to get my mental health a bit better and a bit quicker to the ball in pub footy, but I never thought it would turn into, you know, a, a 10K like that would have been laughable. I would have never given anyone, if someone ever suggested that to me at the start of the year, but slowly it's just developed over over the last couple of weeks and... Uh, to run onto the G for the last 400 metres around it, um, it was just massive. It was so good and I can't wait to do it again next year and be a part of more running events. You know what next one is? It's 20K, Sam. <laughs> Are you ready for it? Well, should I commit now to the half marathon on, at it. Melbourne Marathon next year? Let's leave it to the listeners. Sports right. Desk Sin <laughs> on Instagram. Slide into the DMs. Twitter or at Sam Menhennett on Instagram as well. You can slide into his DMs Twitter and give him some Facebook. words of encouragement. Twitter and Facebook um, as well. There is a hilarious photo of me that uh, I put that's on the last bit of the straight where I'm just giving it all in the last bit. <laughs> well, that was so the image you wanted all along. You wanted a photo of you at the MCG running across the finish line. With your and pipes I think you've got out. It. Yeah, the pipes. <laughs> what do you mean, pipes? <laughs> Uh, um, so, yeah, no, congratulations to all. Um, and so we'll go through the winners. Uh, so 40,000 p- participants, which is massive, and I think the biggest one so far, $1.5 million raised for those who are raising money for causes, uh, which is also fantastic. Um, and so there were lots of events. So they even had a – so if you're sitting there listening going this, oh, I could never do that event. There's a three-kilometre walk. So you got no excuses. There's there's some event that you could be a part of. No excuses, Jason. No excuses, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I do my own walking. Oh yeah, okay. Um, We're so letting that I'm, one sit. <laughs> while I'm getting this, uh, we can go to the next story while I try and dig up the results, and we'll come back to it. But well, I'm what sure was it's your time, be... by the way? What was your okay. personal time? So for the t- ten kilometres, 
I was an hour and four minutes and 51 seconds. I'd only ran that distance uh, a couple of weeks ago and I got about an hour and 14 minutes or so. So I, I've brought the time down a bit. Um, but yeah, just over an hour for someone that's only just started running again. I think I'll take that. So hopefully if I do a 10K again soon, I'll try 20. and get under an hour. Yeah, well, there's a lot of time in between then. There's other runs that I could do. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe this is the start of the just beginning. So we'll, we'll come back and talk about the the results from other races and, of course, the winners. <laughs> Not me who's come, I think, 5,880th or something. Yeah, well done to the 40,000 <laughs> that participated yes. there. And uh, we're only just scratching the surface on today's show. We've got the England-Australia friendly. We've got the trade period to break down. We've got the Premier League. We've got some basketball. We've got some even more round ball oh. game. It's insane, Liam. We've even got boxing. What's been happening in boxing while they caught your A eye, lot Liam? this weekend. So Tim Zhu beat Brian Mendoza yesterday on the Gold Coast, going the distance, winning by a unanimous decision. And then we'll go to UFC. So Alexander Volkanovsky is set to have a rematch with Russian Islam Makachev in the UFC 294 main event in Abu Dhabi next Abu week. Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Yeah, said that. <laughs> um, in the lightweight uh, title fight. So last time they fought, Volkanovsky lost, but... It was a great fight, and he couldn't question his effort. So, and uh, two little ones. So, Tommy Fury beat KSI, um, <laughs> and Logan Paul beat Dylan oh, Danis. Why well, well, you have to bring this? In up. a strange fight, it was strange. I'd, they should not really. No offense to them, and yeah. it's ironic what we've just been talking about. But I don't. Sam think did they not want be... Liam to bring this up. Well, <laughs> we had to. It was very popular for, for professional boxing. They should not really be in the same conversation. Well, Tommy Fury is apparently a professional boxer, but uh, he almost lost to KSI. And KSI was not happy about it. <laughs> so um, he didn't take it well, losing. Um, but Tommy Fury won. Yay. Oh. UFC is, in fairness, doing quite well. I noticed last week they had a record signing from the Dana White's uh, Contenders Series, and they're getting some really mm. good fighters coming into the, into the system right now. Absolutely. So in a really good position is Ultimate Fighter, Sam. Yes. All right. Okay. I do have the results here. Uh, so the marathon, which is is epic and <laughs> beyond my thoughts at the minute of trying to do that. That's it is a massive feat of endurance for anyone that can do. Sorry, a marathon. Uh, Victoria's Reese Edwards won the men's Nike marathon with a time of two hours and fourteen minutes and thirty four seconds. Do they get a gold medal? Uh yes. Oh. And he also receives $20,000 in prize money. Um, and the trophies will look pretty cool as well. So uh, this was uh, an in ignore. Uh, sorry, ig- oh, I can't say it. <laughs> What's the word? When you get it for the first time. Inaugural. Yes, that's oh, it. Nice. Uh, Steve Mongetti Award as the first Australian male to cross uh, the line. Um, and it's his first ever marathon win. Uh, the half marathon uh, was Dr- Jack Rayner from Victoria who uh, raced against the clock to secure a second time of one hour and three minutes oh nine, and so the half marathon's twenty one uh, twenty one k, so one hour and three minutes. So that bet my time of going ten k is doing double my distance. Mm. It's a big um, jump in skill level. Yes, it definitely is. But we believe in you, Sam. Next year, <laughs> you're a winner. We believe in you. <laughs> yes, uh, and then the the. Sri Lankan Airlines 10K run was won by David McNeil from Victoria also with a time 
of 29 minutes 10. Wow. Half an hour. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Let's just have a moment of silence to just soak that one in. <laughs> what was the distance? Uh, 10 Ks in 29 minutes and 10 seconds. You're not that far away. I think it's about that's faster than my 5k. That's all right. It is very fast. I'm staying silent to let that soak in. That's insane. Can I just make a point now? I'm not, this is just me having a run. I'm I'm not seriously putting in Mm. these guys in the same centers as me. Fair enough. What were your (laughs) shoes like? My shoes? Yeah. I just got got some Puma trainers. Okay. I'm not long, not too long ago. Ironically, this is how far I've come with my running, right? From not running at all. My first couple runs I did with the Nike Run app that I've been doing to train uh, was with Converse's. <laughs> so oh, not great for support no. at all. And uh, ironically, I found a clip of um, uh, oh, that famous boxing movie. What is it? Rocky. Rocky. Rocky, <laughs> oh, Rocky no. Balboa oh, walking no. up the steps <laughs> with Converse's on. I was like, see, Dad, I'm not the only one. Oh. But then I eventually did the right thing and buy it. I can picture that in my head. He forgot who Rocky was. Yeah. Yeah, it's, look, it's been a long, long 24, 48 hours, no. so spare, forgive me if my faculties aren't working. No problem. And problem, don't worry, we'll be reporting a few more things to take your mind off and just a little bit of a relax. Here's, here's, a, here's a new story I found preparing today that I thought would make uh, give Sam a little bit of a chuckle. We're going to the Shanghai Masters Tennis Tournament for this one. Aussie tennis player, he's ranked 140, Mark Polmans, has been disqualified from the tournament for smashing a ball which slammed into the face of the chair umpire. <laughs> say again. Well, I shouldn't be laughing right now. <laughs> I personally found that funny. No, say it again, say it again. Okay, Aussie tennis player, yep. Mark Polmans, who is ranked 140, has been disqualified from the Shanghai Masters tennis tournament for smashing a ball which ended up slamming into the face of the chair umpire. Oh, in the face. In the was face. Was that out of rage or...? Because he missed a backhand shot and it was out of rage, yes. And oh, immediately wow. following that, he was disqualified. That's not good. Like, I can mm. understand... I've, I've heard before them hitting the umpire by accident and then, like, say, sorry, sorry. And then uh, even last year at the Open, they uh, um, had a ball girl get hit, which was not yeah. great. Oh, yeah, you and don't want to see that. people as well and they... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, out of aggression, that's no. that's very wrong. That's worse yeah. than throwing the the bat. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah. But <laughs> you, you, I guess you're not in planning it to have it hit the, the umpire. But the fact that you know it was that's a what do you say a casualty of uh, the direction of the ball. Don't want to mm. see that. No, you do not. So I still laugh reading that headline. I can't deny. <laughs> uh, the women's A League, the Liberty A League, uh, started on the weekend as well, um, and they had a record-breaking crowd. Uh, I think it was over 13,000 at the uh, Sydney Derby, I think it was, Western Sydney Wanderers versus Sydney FC. Uh, so it's the biggest domestic sports crowd uh, for women's soccer in Australia. Fantastic. So that's really impressive. So it's going to be exciting to see um, how that affects the season. Over, the, I mean, if this is just the first week, it's going to be massive. And then, of course, the men's A-League will begin this weekend as well coming. So that's going to be uh, exciting. Um, any other news stories? Well, to add on to you, you it forces the issue of more support shown to the round ball game by just attendances like that too, Sam, just yes. to support that point as well. Uh, any other news from you, Liam? 
I think we're done with our news breakdown. Okay. So in the meantime, you know, we've got we can go to a song, we can preview some more sports. In all honesty, we've got the AFLW to break down, the yep. AFL trade period. Weirdly, Bucks revealed a story saying that Brody Grundy, he almost traded Brody Grundy to Adelaide in twenty twenty, which is a new story that came out recently. And apparently okay. there were some interventions in there. What kind of stories are gonna come out in years to come from this trade period? We'll see what's so, coming up later. Trade talk next, AFLW, uh, NBL will be reviewing that with, uh, of course, the Cricket World Cup. Uh, a bit of the Rugby World Cup in there as well. Then international football friendlies, the Socceroos. Uh, can't forget Jason's NHL. And Minute Mondays. Yes, and that to close us all. So uh, that's all coming up on the Sports Desk on Sin. And for those who all ran in the, uh, the Melbourne Marathon this Sunday, you are all a champion. This is the Sports Desk on Sin. Champion, the Chevin on the sports desk on your Monday morning. Now, before evening, we get into... Evening, evening, oh, evening, evening, evening. See, now, I told you... Daylight <laughs> savings, few... I think, has stuffed you up here. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's the <laughs> exhaustion. <laughs> exhaustion, yep. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> I'm a bit rusty today. But it is important now to talk about uh, the Save Our Station campaign with SIN, SOS, uh, because if we don't act and we don't hit our goal, sin will be no longer in about five weeks' time. Um, so uh, it's pretty poignant that uh, we get some donations. As we've mentioned off the top, if any come through during our show, we will read it out. Um, and give you all our thanks and gratitude. Yes. Uh, so sin is at risk of disappearing after 20 years on air and platforming young people's voices across Melbourne, Geelong and the country. Despite our efforts to keep up with the already catastrophic... Catastrophic hit our station took in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, inflation and unexpected loss of grant funding in the response to economic pressures. Sin Media have now turned to our cash reserves, funds which can only support us for so long. We have tried what we can can to overcome these challenges, including reducing to a skeleton staff, but after taking multiple hits in three years, Sin Media is now asking you to support us for to keep us on the air. Sin will be forever grateful for the ongoing support and funding from all our donors and grant providers. All donations above $2 are tax deductible. And this is the way to keep the voice of the youth with a voice on radio. Yep, givenow.com.au slash save sin, S-Y-N, or you can click through the links on syn.org.au. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty important. And I be mean, sure to follow, keep up to date with all of our updates on our social media, facebook.com forward slash sin media and at sin media on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, I guess TikTok. So it's currently sitting at 47,436 as I read this. So come on, let's... See if we can hit 50k over the next couple of days. Uh, that'd be really nice. Uh, had a big start to the campaign, but we really need to pick it up uh, again. So uh, that's givenow.com.au slash save sin. Because, uh, wow, it's, it's my seventh year here, and it's been a massive thing in my life and a massive part. Uh, well, I, d- I just can't think, and I'd be horrible to think that we'd have a world where sin doesn't exist. And yep. thousands of voices and creative things and amazing things and people who have come from here um, who you know, I mean, Hamish and Andy are the biggest names out of here. Um, and some people don't realise they come from here. So there's a lot of voices 
um, that should be heard and need to be heard. Um, so let's keep Sin alive. It's my eighth year here at Sin, and my view of it, as I explained on Friday, I'll say it again now. You always want to make sure that what you do at Sin continues on to another generation that can uh, benefit from it as well. Uh, it is an incredible fun time. It's a great place to not only build uh, a repertoire for a future career but it's also just a great community as well and you don't want to lose that you losing community is uh, probably one of the maybe one of my main reasons is why i'm going to be so active in the campaign to keep the, the station alive especially with liam here i know it's your first year here at sin How have you been enjoying the ride it's been great fun you know learning the craft off you to experience guys and it's been great fun so um it would be very upsetting if you know sin died but um hopefully fingers crossed if we were to speak if we were to speak selfishly regarding the sports test i know sam would agree with this point i want the sports test to be around for people like liam to bring it to even bigger heights than we were able to during our tenure sam yeah no no, and 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 that goes for all the shows and um all the creative things that people do here it's uh yeah it'll be massive all right now it's time to talk afl Before we get into the round results of the AFLW, the trade tracker, we will look at it. A couple have just uh, come through, and, uh, well, it's, we're keeping one eye on this over the off-season. Um, and one has just come through in the last uh, last hour. Yeah. Liam Henry becomes a saint. So to the, our saint and named Liam, your thoughts? Uh, he's a good player. Um, couldn't quite nail down a spot or even a position. So he played a bit of wing, a bit of small forward role, a bit of half back as well. So he's no doubt he's got talent. He was picked 10 in the 2020 draft, I believe. And even Stephen Silvani wanted to get him over to Carlton when he worked there. So yep. um, to get him for a future second and a future fourth, I think that's a bit of a bargain. Um, yeah, can't wait to... Same yep. in red, white, and black. So that again, so St Kilda received Liam Henry and a future round four pick, um, and Fremantle received a future second round pick and a future fourth round pick. But they are getting well. poached a bit considering Lockie Schultz has also gone to the Pies as well. There's a fair lot coming out of Fremantle in the last couple of years. Yes. They always seem to be maybe yeah. the big trade transfer. It's it's interesting one. Yeah, and they haven't really got anyone in. No. So there's plenty of players coming out, and they're starting, you know, to become relevant. Does this look like a rebuild, what they're doing here, trying to accumulate a few picks out of these trades? Well, possibly. I mean, they've got a really young forward line. and It seems like... I don't know if that's necessarily their focal front at the minute because they were playing finals last year and... Correct, yeah. yeah. 2020s, I, I, yeah. I, I think, yeah. No, I, I don't know if it's just a lot of people, players, want to come back to Melbourne because, of course, a lot of AFL players who joined maybe from Victoria or other states that want to go back to their home state. Uh, the more I think one. about it, I don't know about Fremantle being irrelevant. It's a big call. Is, I, I think I, they I, are. Say that's a big why. I think Justin Longmore coming into his fifth year next year, they've made finals once. And it's been a, you know, never-ending rebuild, even when Ross Lyon in his last couple of years. So they uh, haven't yes. been great for about a decade since 2015. So in summary, the 2022 finals run might be an exception to the norm or a bit more of an outlier from well, their recent history. I think history. the game evolves and the way they move the ball is really outdated. So to just rely <laughs> on, you know... Uh, natural growth rather than, you know, getting some good players back in your team. I think that's not a great sign. Interesting, though. I, I, I don't know. It, it's interesting one. 
they didn't have the greatest of year, but they got to a final last year. And sometimes, sometimes maybe clubs will have that that year off, and then they'll come back bigger and stronger. But uh, who are they going to kick to? I you know, know. you got Jai Amos, who's twenty years old, good player, but you know Luke Jackson, he's a he's a ruck. He's not a forward, is he? Does that say something more about the team's culture than than the team itself? Maybe, and that's why players are leaving. Yep. Okay. So another one trades. here. Uh, Magpie lands Lockie Schultz. So another Fremantle player, a player coming out here for a second round pick and a future first round pick. So that's another one. I think that's pretty good for Fremantle getting a future first and pick thirty four for a small forward. I mean, he's a good player, but um. Well done. I think it's a good deal for both teams. Okay. Excellent. Um, we talked about it on Friday. Uh, Jack uh, Gunston requesting a trade back to the Hawks. How's the progression been with that? I haven't really seen anything, but uh, it's still an interesting yeah. one. It's still been ticking over my mind the whole weekend how that's going to play out. And I hope, I hope for him that he finds a club. It may not be Hawthorne. Well, he's contracted for another season at Brisbane, but, you know, I think Brisbane injury. might want him off their books. He might be paid a lot of yeah. money. Yeah, L- so. like I said on Friday, I feel like Brisbane are less likely to play an older player. They seem to get rid of their older guys and move them on pretty swiftly under Chris Fagan. Yep. Um, so interesting. Uh, on uh, four hours ago as well, uh, the Kangaroos uh, have land, landed Bioga Nayun. Um, for a fourth-round pick from Richmond. So they'll just be adding in further defensive depth. Um, tall player that played some VFL for the Tigers. Um, I'm trying to think if he got many games, no, if a debut he, at all. No, but hasn't. No. Okay. Well, we should see. We could see. Sometimes, and sometimes uh, big teams like the t- Tigers, I'd say maybe the big six or seven clubs, uh, it's very hard to get on a debut spot. Uh, very hard to get if you're playing VFL for that club and get some game time. Sometimes you need to go to a smaller AFL club to get out on the field and get recognised. Um, so we may see the start of a, another star. Mm. So mate, good move. Another uh, big question for you, Sam. Do Port Adelaide get the acquisitions they want? With the Radical Lear and the Brandon Zerk Thatcher and who else is it that they're chasing, Liam? Uh, I think Dersma's going. Dersma might be on their way out. Oh, the bow and arrow is going. Yeah, yeah. he has requested it Essendon <laughs> as a trade, as a trade, and it is believed that the deal I is going to be between. I think they want Ivan Soldo as Soldo well as for well. a ruck, but I don't think Richmond want to let him go. But it seems a little bit tough because Geelong are playing hardball with Radicalier as well. They are. They denied pick twenty four, which yes. I think that's pretty fair. Radicalier couldn't get in the team. I think. I think a lot of these trades too. This is very early on in these mm. things, so we may not see. We may see players and clubs knock back the moving now, but. Who will May come to first. the last day? That's yes. the question. They all want a better deal, and yep. when the when the field opens and the pathways opens a bit more, and other clubs want things to, that's when you see those crazy chain kind of trades and stuff. Uh, over the weekend, Tyler Brockman uh, went to West Coast from Hawthorne. Hawthorne receives a third round pick, currently number forty four, and a fourth round pick, currently number fifty. Uh, sorry, sixty three. What do you think of Tyler Brockman? He's a good player. No doubt, he's got talent. Whether he can do it on a consistent level, I think that's the problem. Um, I think that's a decent get from West Coast, but when you go into a team like West Coast who are struggling and getting pumped every week, I think it's very hard to play well and play well consistently. So we'll see. Yeah. 
Um, and then we might as well talk about a bit of the rumours now that we've seen. There's always a lot of rumour mill. Mm. Uh, but the biggest one I've probably seen is the uh, to Collingwood, Jamara Oogle Hagen. Yeah. Really? Yes. That doesn't sound yeah. legit. No, nah, it's probably not. More for clicks, but... Yes. No, well, that's why I specifically said yeah. rumour. Yeah. Um, most of the rumours are rumours. <laughs> <laughs> and that is analysis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think that might be it for the trade okay. period, right? Final question, actually, Sam. I've noticed Carlton haven't been that active in it. What are your thoughts on that as a Fest supporter? Uh, I mean, not just yet. I, I've, well, I think this year, if anything, we'd be focusing on um, our best. And you say that, but we got, we traded Zach Fisher, so true. There was that big one <laughs> as well. Yes, um, uh, and I'll, we'd I'll be chicken fo- my bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad memory chicken. The twenty-two is is. <laughs> Pretty set, and uh, I think we've got a lot of depth now that we haven't really had before. So if anything, I'd feel like it'd be top-up players. Um, right. And they've got no money, to be fair. Uh, but I did hear a rumour about, um, Ola, I think it's his cousin or brother, Ollie Hollands, uh, Elijah Hollands from the Gold Coast. I think so, North are interested as well. Yeah, I don't know if that's confirmed, but uh, yes, we'll wait to see that. All right, AFLW, uh, it was round seven. Adelaide Crows kicked it off on Friday night with a win uh, against the Bulldogs, 9-5-59 from the Bulldogs, 2-5-17. St Kilda defeated the GWS Giants, 7-6-48 to 5-35. On Saturday, it was Hawthorne over Sydney, 5-10-40 to 3-8-26. Geelong defeated Fremantle, 6-11-47 to 3-5-23. Um, and the Brisbane Lions in the Q Clash um, defeated the Gold Coast 8-9-57 to 3-3-21. Richmond and Essendon 8-5-53 to 5-6-36. Yesterday it was North Melbourne who were managing to prevail. These Keep these wins going. 13-9-87 to 3-6-24. Massive win against Port Adelaide. Uh, Carlton uh, was... Lost to Collingwood 4-3, to 1-4-10. Um, oh. And the final game of the round was Melbourne defeating West Coast 11-16-82 uh, to two goals, 12 West Coast. So, Liam, any standouts for you over the weekend? Just on the West Coast game. So, after West Coast got belted from Melbourne by 70 points, the West Coast Eagles coach Michael Pryor in his post-match press conference uh, criticised the AFL for scheduling a game between the last place West Coast of last year against the reigning premiers in Melbourne, given it's a 10-round competition and an 18-team competition. Not everyone's going to, you know, play each other once. So he wasn't happy that, you know, they got scheduled to play against the best team, which I don't know. I, I don't think you can use that as an excuse. I mean, just because you're a bad team doesn't mean the AFL is going to go light on you. No, that's, that's a fair call. But I'd, I'd say I think he's got a point with the team having 18 teams and only eight weeks to play. I think you want a better structured format. Uh, more balance, you'd say, because there obviously is a massive gap that we can see in the ladder. The bottom, the yeah, terms. the bottom five is a pretty big gap. West uh, Western Bulldogs haven't won a game, and then you got West Coast, the Giants, Port Adelaide, who have only won one out of their seven. So, so there is a little bit uh, until this competition is spread out enough that there's enough games for 
I mean, this was the whole problem of rolling these teams in early um, instead yeah. of slowly drip feeding them out, which would have probably been better for the competition. But this is the problems the AFL now has to deal with. Mm. Um, so I I think he's got a couple of points there. Jason, your thoughts? Uh, compensation picks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a way of equalisation. The AFL is that going to be a meme now? Like anytime there's Could a problem be. with the AFL, oh, get it. So it <laughs> Thank you, Liam. Liam made a good yes. point there. Norm, get him. But uh, <laughs> it needs to be better structured. It's because the fixtures aren't picked by ran yeah at randoms. No, of course it's not. It's intentionally designed to draw attendance like maybe yeah, are they, are they the looking best... at membership are they trying to draw up attendance by putting big member clubs against each well, other well that's that would be a factor as well the highly supported clubs mm-hmm. um tv ratings as well what's going to be an entertaining game yeah. i mean not all of them are going to be obviously there are going to be some teams that and and then you've got the argument too it can't be completely balanced. There's going to be teams that are going to be lopsided. You're only yeah. basing games off the performance of clubs the previous year. You never know if a club's going to shoot up or yep. or slide down yep. dramatically. No. It's Yeah, interesting one. Um, we'll go through the ladder. So Adelaide Crows sit on top um, with 28 points. In second, North Melbourne, 24. Um, the same points as Melbourne in third. Brisbane, fourth. Essendon, fifth. Geelong, sixth. Gold Coast 7th, Collingwood 8th, Carlton 9th, uh, St Kilda 10th, uh, Richmond 11th, Sydney, Fremantle, Hawthorne, Port, GWS, West Coast and the Western Bulldogs uh, sit bottom of the ladder. So that's the AFLW, uh, but it's going to be interesting. It's more than halfway through now, so um, it's going to be interesting how it picks up over the next couple of weeks. Be a tight race for the top eight indeed. Mm. All right, when we come back, we'll be talking... Uh, some NBL and the Cricket World Cup, and then later on the show, of course, the international football friendlies, the round ball game, and we'll end NHL with a quiz. And quiz. That's all coming up on the Sports Desk and your Monday evening on Sin. Jungle, happy man, on the Sports Desk on your Monday evening on Sin. <laughs> he turned his mic oh, off. Oh, wow. I told that you. is marathon fatigue at a new level it there, is, Liam. It is. This is a wow. new, new experience <laughs> for me. If, if you've just joined us, uh, we started off the show because I ran uh, my first ever race at the Melbourne Marathon 10K and uh, experiencing the after effects, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> yeah, that is one of them. It certainly is. <laughs> Liam, how do we save this? Talk some cricket? Oh. Should we? Right. We'll start off, yes. We Well, we need to play this. We haven't played this for a while, and uh, certainly we need it. Come on, Aussie, come on. Come on. Come on, Aussie, come on. We played it on Friday, and they were hesitating. It's not looking good for the Aussies. Well, so they play at Sri Lanka tonight in Lucknow, and I think they should get the job done. So they've been beaten by two really strong teams in India and South Africa, who are probably the two teams to beat right now. Obviously, Zampa needs to lift his game. Um, he's in. He's been in not great form. So Sri Lanka, their lineup this tournament is probably one of their worst and weakest of all time. Really, they're missing their two best players in Hasaranga, who's their leg spinner, and Shamira, who's their fastest bowler through injury. Travis Head has travelled to India as well to join the squad, so that's a much needed, uh, you know, player to get in for uh, their top order. And then there were two other games on the weekend, really big ones. So India played Pakistan in one of the biggest sporting events in the, on the planet in front of more than 100,000 fans. 
um, at in, at Ahmedabad, which is bigger than the MCG, and I don't think any Pakistan fans were there, so I felt like that was a yeah, so, pretty unfair. But um, so Pakistan, very partisan, yeah, they'd say. yeah. So Pakistan crumbled in the in the middle order, losing eight for thirty six after being one hundred and fifty five for two. They got bowled out for one hundred and ninety one, and they lost by seven wickets. And then last night, off, uh, Afghanistan pulled off one of the biggest comebacks and upsets in World Cup history, beating England by sixty nine runs, the defending champions. And nice. uh, yeah, in, uh, I think England are in some strife. So they've lost two already. They've lost to New Zealand in the season opener and Afghanistan, and they haven't played Australia, India, or South Africa yet. So they can't afford too many more losses. So if Afghanistan uh, play like that and get a good score on the table, their, their great bowling lineup can definitely defend it, and that's what happened last night. Yep. Okay. Well, interesting. Uh, what are some cricket interesting matches to look forward to over the next so couple of days? So we've got Australia-Sri Lanka, as yes. I said. Yep. And then I think Australia versus Pakistan should be a really good game, and India and South Africa, the top two teams right now, they're in great form. That should be a really good game. Just off the bat, what's the uh, crowd attendance? Uh, crowd attendance been like? Because from the couple of clips yes. I've seen, it's not been particularly well. So apart at, from that one hundred thousand yes, that you were yes, talking about, yes, yes apart that from was that. pretty big. But um, yeah, so home games for India obviously packed, yes. but the other ones, but see, some surprise. Great. I'd seen was was I think it was Sri Lanka and uh, New Zealand were playing. Was it Sri Lanka or was it? Uh, I think it was one of the surrounding countries. Yeah, so I had a look at the ticket prices, and they're about $30. Okay. Um, obviously, India, not the richest country, so... Yeah, um, maybe it's something like that, um, an issue. But uh, interestingly, because it does surprise me, because, yes, they build, they've got that massive stadium. That's yeah. It's bigger than the MCG. That's interesting. Mm. Um, all right, well, we'll move on now to basketball, and this time for the NBL. All right, so it was week three. We'll go through um, the games that happened from Saturday onwards. It was the Adelaide 36ers over the Illawarra Hawks, 89-80. to 80. Uh, The South East Melbourne Phoenix defeated the Jack Jumpers, the Tasmanian Jumpers, by 1.86-85. Close one there. Uh, Upset too. Yes. Jack Jumpers league leaders at the minute. Melbourne United defeated the Brisbane Bullets, 89-78. to 78. And also yesterday was the Sydney Kings defeating the Wildcats, Perth Wildcats, by uh, a couple of points, 99 to 86. So things really hitting, uh, heating up. I feel like these are more competitive results than I have seen in a couple of years, a couple of seasons. Yes. And there was a big fight off the field. Oh. So big man Aaron Baines, who plays for Cairns Taipans and the coach of the Cairns Taipans at halftime in the rooms had a fight. So Aaron oh, no, Baines shoved the coach, Adam Ford, in the wall pretty uh, you know, roughly. So the coach must have said something. Aaron Baines, I think he's American, didn't like it. And, you know, you don't really see that often, you know, in professional sports. 
you know, coach and player having a physical no, altercation. No, that's not great, not culture. And so it, did it get caught on the broadcast? Yeah, CCTV oh. footage and the NBL aren't happy that it got leaked, but it is in the public domain. So, yeah, just strange. Trade period is now more exciting in the NBL. <laughs> Wow. And uh, as we get warmed up too, we're keeping our eye on the trades for the NBA um, as they heat up over the next couple of weeks in the the preseason. I wonder how long, how far we are away from the start of we're that Not season. too far away. I don't have the dates on. I think me, the summer league is about to start. Yes, not right. the real Okay, so that's where we get get a real look at uh, some of the upcomers for the season. All right, rugby time now, and we've reached the quarterfinal Wait, stage. Yes, wow. we've reached the quarterfinal stage of the Rugby World Cup, uh, so it is important that we talk about it a bit more now, even though Australia has been out for a while. Uh, Argentina defeated Wales 29-17, to which I'd say a huge upset to the Welsh. Um, New Zealand defeated uh, Ireland 28-24. to uh, what's that look? You give me a strange look. No. <laughs> no, Liam and I are looking at each other like, "Wow, we're talking about rugby on this yeah, show. Okay, we can't give any input." Uh, England, <laughs> England defeated Fiji thirty to twenty four. Um, South Africa defeated France by one single point. Uh, so it sets up the semi finals. So it's Argentina versus New Zealand on the twenty first of October at six am on Saturday. Um, and England will play South Africa Sunday, the 22nd uh, at 6am. That's a massive one. Mm. Any thoughts? Well, I mean, South Africa <laughs> won last time, didn't they? So that's a that's a big game against the Poms. And, and I think knocking the France off, who were the the uh, league favourites, their mm. home home team is out yeah. of the World Cup. So uh, that's it, some, some massive final. So, yeah, pack show, yes, we got some rugby in as well. All right, when we no, come back, yes. No on. disrespect to the Sydney side as they listen to the show, they probably oh, wish of course, we did plenty more of them. Uh, rugby. Yes, it's, it's true. It's very true. No disrespect. Uh, when we come back, of course, we'll be talking about the international football friendlies, Australia versus England, um, a bit of the hockey NHL, but we will get back to uh, the SOS, the save our station um, and a bit of an update. We've had a couple of donations come through while the show's been on air. So it's givenow.com.au slash save sin. Uh, we've got a donation from Matt Basto. Thank you very much. Thank you, <laughs> Matt. to be the Matt Basto that I know. If there's, <laughs> I don't know if there's more than him, but it might, might be him. <laughs> thank you to Matt Basto for your and wonderful donation. Josh Butler as well. So uh, thanks to them. We'll be checking that throughout the show um, and if you've just joined us to Sin, uh, it's a massive campaign over the next couple of weeks because uh, if we don't raise the money, Sin will be no longer and that's not going to be a great situation at all. So uh, we'll be keeping ba- and harping yeah. back to that and I'm sure there's any lots of stuff across the station um, over the next couple of weeks as well. So, yes, that's um, givenow.com.au slash save Sin. All right, when we come back... On the sports desk, on Sin, on your f- f- Monday evening, I've always tripped over the line again there. Uh, we'll be talking about the football, Ramble game. Feeder playing with fire on the sports desk on Sin on your Monday evening. Um, and it's time to talk about the football now and uh, the amazing effort uh, by the Socceroos uh, v England at Wembley. It was so cool to see. Uh, got up early on Saturday morning to watch that kick off Friday night uh, England time uh, and it was just just a cool moment to see because we don't often play England and a lot of the players that I know that play in the Premier League 
against some of our Aussies that play here locally, which is really exciting to see. Uh, so 1-0 defeat, but I think to the start the way we did, and uh, even though it is a friendly, to keep up with England like we did, we did very well. Uh, and I'm surprised we didn't score in the first half, to be honest. We had a lot more shots, uh, looked a bit more going than them. It was an interesting lineup uh, from England, uh, but I just I just want to get the legs into some of their youth early on. Um, and then it's funny how the dynamics of the game changes, uh, especially with the unlimited subs rule. So you almost have half a different side out by the end of the 90. Uh, but yes, it was just one of those games. We probably had a fair few chances. Um, be your thoughts on the game, Liam? Yeah, there was some youngsters for England, such as James Madison and Grealish and Bowen. But um, yeah, I think Australia had some chances. They hit the posts. Who hit the posts? Um, in the second half, do you know? Oh, I'm trying to think. Ryan yeah. Strain had a very close yeah. shot. But so, uh, I mean, to not embarrass ourselves, I oh, think that's, certainly a, that's not. a great effort. And I think, yeah, I, th- I think I remember games gone past with England where they yeah. have a f- fair few goals in the back of the net um, by the end of the game. So, And it's good to expose you know, our players against the very best. So I think you know, even though we lost, not all bad. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, certainly a way we should be playing, and this is the issue with Australia being so far from Europe, we mm. get less less games against bigger teams, um, so more the merrier. Mm. Uh, and continuing on, the Australia will next play on Tuesday, uh, sorry, Wednesday morning uh, at six a.m. against New Zealand, uh, and in the first ever, well, since it's been lost. Uh, Football Ashes, the newly discovered lost trophy that's been missing for mm. 70 years. So they're going to launch that off, which I think is very cool. We uh, And again, we, we don't play New Zealand every year, and we should. Mm. should be a regular thing. So uh, ironically, the first one for that will be at Wembley. But I think um, the first couple of those Football Ashes games in the were during wartime. So I think they were played in England. So significant mm. moment for football in this country. So I think that's great. Mm. All right, I think we've time for some uh, NHL. Let's go back to the 14th of October. Arizona defeated the New York, uh, New New York, New Jersey Devils four to three. Cooley from the Melbourne uh, from the Melbourne Super, uh, Global Series game got one assist. And he uh, he was the one who lit it up at Rod Laver Arena. So good on him. Pittsburgh defeated Washington in a shootout. Crosby v Ovechkin four nothing. Oh dear, oh dear. Yesterday there was 14 games played on that day. And coming up later this month, there'll be 16 games, which means all 32 teams are playing on the same day. God help me. Anyway, we'll break down some of the best from yesterday, which was Winnipeg defeating the Florida Panthers 6-4 to in a seesawing contest. An insane game to watch. Columbus Blue Jackets defeating the New York Rangers 5-3. to In the first period, three goals were scored between both sides, and they were overturned on video review due to offside. Insane. Toronto defeating the Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota Wild, my apologies, 7-4. to Three goals to Austin Matthews, two goals to William Nylander there. Off to a good start, the Maple Leafs. Let's hope they keep it going. 3-2 was Montreal defeating Chicago Blackhawks. Or, However, Bedard gets another point to his name with a one assist in in their two goals. Vancouver, 4-3 over Edmonton this time. They beat them 8-1 earlier in the week on home ice and said they go to Rogers Place in Edmonton. They perform a little bit better than the Oilers, but it was mostly on power play. Those three goals came from 4-3 Vancouver. So tough start for the Edmonton with two, the two best players in the league. It's getting You need to address your defense there, people. Carolina defeating the LA Kings in a shootout that went out to nine rounds in another seesawing contest, probably one of the games of the week, 6-4 to 
five went to the Hurricanes. That, really, really fun watching the highlights of that one, Sam. I'd actually recommend that one too. Earlier today, Liam, we played a song too by Blur as a song. Mm. On uh, the show on we Friday, did. that is the song. That is the song for the goal horn of the Ottawa Senators. They got to hear that five times in a five-two win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Brody Kachuk, <laughs> the brother Senators. of Ma- this, what a name! Yeah, it's one of the worst <laughs> names I've names. heard. Yeah. One of the worst names I've heard. Ottawa Senators. Come What's on, their Canada. mascot like a politician. To an extent, I'll show you an emblem <laughs> after the show. Brody, Brady Kachuk, the brother of Matthew Kachuk of the Panthers, scored two goals. And Vladimir Tarasenko, the legendary signee, di- didn't stay with the Rangers. He moved to Ottawa and he scored one goal on the 5-2 win. Back and forth, first two periods, and then uh, they ended up uh, shooting away. Anaheim Ducks, uh, Liam, if you're interested, the artist formerly known as the, uh, the, du- the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim based off the movie. They defeated Carolina Hurricanes the day after their LA win 6-3. And that was today in the hockey. We'll get back to that on Friday. My, oh my, what do you got to say, Sam? I think it's time for a quiz. And now the sports capital becomes the quiz capital. It's the Sports Desk, Minute Mondays. I've had this quiz banked up for weeks. <laughs> I've had this one banked up for weeks. It was one of my favourites that we had uh, do earlier in the series, and it was when Jerry and Jimmy were in here, and they had a... It was a really fun quiz. I don't know how this is going to go. Sam and Liam are here. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock, and I don't know who we're going to get here because they're going to be testing their memories here. Okay. In which sport? AFL. Okay. AFL, I thought we moved on for the year. So. <laughs> it's the, hopefully it's the last AFL quiz okay. I have to do for the year. Yep, go on. Test your buzzers. That's Sam. Liam. Cool. What you're going to do is name the AFL premiers in reverse chronological oh, order. God. Why is it? Why do you do these ones? <laughs> these are because they're uh, incredibly entertaining. We're going to start from 2023. You're going to buzz in the answer of the corresponding year of the team that uh, won. Uh, the this is just going to be a garble of noise. This is why I don't like doing these ones. But <laughs> if it's the one he's got prepared, we're going to do it. All right. We certainly are. 2023. Uh, Collingwood. Buzz in, but I'll pay Sam. that. 2022. Liam. Correct. Geelong. Correct. Liam. Uh, 2021. Sam. Sam. Uh, Melbourne. Correct. 2020. Liam. Liam. Uh, Richmond. Correct. 2019. <laughs> Sam. Sam. Uh, was it Richmond? Correct. 2018. Liam. Liam. West Coast. Correct. 2017. Liam. Liam. Richmond. Correct. 2016. Liam. Sa- Bulldogs. Correct. Sam. Liam. <laughs> 2015. Sam got it. Oh, you all Hawthorne. know this. Hawthorne. Correct. 20, uh, 2014. Liam. Liam. Hawthorne. Correct. 2013. Liam. <laughs> Hawthorne. Correct. 2012. Liam. Liam. Sydney. 2011. Liam. Geelong. Liam. 20, uh, uh, that was Liam. 20, Sam. Geelong. Sam, uh, the 2010. <laughs> Collingwood. Okay, yes, correct. Sam will pay that. 2009. Sam. Sam got that. Geelong. Correct. 20, Liam. Sam. Liam got that. 2008. <laughs> correct. 2007. Liam. Liam. Geelong. Correct. Sam. Li- <laughs> 2006, Sam. Uh, oh, that's a long time. Oh, ago. that's too long. West Coast Eagles was oh, 2006. I smashed you, Sam. No, I smashed you. Th- no, this was a quiz of that who just buzzed in first. I know. Before the, the full, because we knew what the corresponding question What's would the be. What's scores, Jason? This is the highest scoring quiz in Minute Money's <laughs> history. Sam with six. Great score, by the way. Okay. Got him, buddy. That, that's beat. That it ties Jerry as one of the all-time great scores. <laughs> yeah. Liam scored 12. <laughs> Wow. I'll smash the record and you're welcome. See, this is where it unbalances the total tally. Do you have a total tally? Uh, it, uh, we'll update that next week. It's going to be switched uh, on. But Lee, <laughs> yeah, you've got to be switched <laughs> on. Trash yeah. coming out. <laughs> Not only that, uh, Liam, I think that his best score going into going into today's quiz was, I think, two yeah. or one or something like that. I think like it was three. So I think I've won one. You've won before. one. Yeah. That's exactly right. That was the sports desk. All right.
We'll be back on Friday as we continue on. Plenty of sports coming up as we enter in the summer and the summer sports of things. So stick with us on the sports desk on Sin. Uh, stay up to date on our social media uh, on He's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, that is it. Uh, that is us. I really am yep. tongue-tied. And if you want more reverse chronological quizzes, hit us up. Sports no, we don't. On we don't. We don't. All right. And, of course, our important Save Sin campaign, givenow.com.au slash save sin. We'll see you Friday. Thanks for listening.